right, welcome back to another exciting episode of Do the Woo, episode 95. I'm half of the amazing duo, Brad, with my uh, co-host, Mr. Bob WP. What's going on, Bob? I am simply another half. That's it. <laughs> you know, 50 Might 50. Actually be more so, than half yeah, since it's yeah. your show and I'm just hanging yeah. out. But. Okay, how about 4951? <laughs> Who's the 51? <laughs> yeah. We'll let that go wherever. <laughs> I'll gladly let you be the 51. You can be the majority owner of this podcast. Uh, we're excited. We've got a really great show, so let's get into it, Bob. First, as always, we want to thank our sponsors. First up is the amazing WooCommerce, which, would you believe it, is what this podcast is all about. And they're our sponsor. How awesome is that? So definitely check out WooCommerce. If you're listening to the show, we assume you know what that is. If not, buckle up. You're going to learn a lot over at WooCommerce.com, and they've got a great um, developer community as well. So we like to call that out because if you're not involved in that, and you're in, even if you're interested just from watching from afar but seeing the developer conversations around the, the building of WooCommerce core, future releases, roadmaps, features, uh, and all those great discussions, and a lot of extension and plugin developers as well, check out the WooCommerce community Slack channel, and then they have an open discussion every Wednesday at 1400 UTC. So you can do the math on that. But 1400 UTC on Wednesdays is um, when they have their uh, office hours every week. So it's a good way to kind of dive in and uh, start to get involved in WooCommerce development. Um, and we also want to thank PayPal. Um, chances are, if you have a WooCommerce store, you probably accept PayPal. And we want to call out the pay in four option that they have now, which is really cool because it basically allows your your customers to break up their, uh, whatever they're buying and for equal payments across every two weeks, they'll make a payment. Uh, PayPal assumes all the risk. Uh, they, you get paid in full and PayPal handles the, uh, the additional payments and all you have to do is enable it. So it's already ready for your account. So it's, it's pretty much a win-win in my opinion, maybe even drive up those, uh, average cart values, give people some incentive to buy more because they can spread out those payments a little bit, which is pretty cool. So check out the pay in four option with PayPal. And with that, that was a lot, Bob. Let's get into it because we got an awesome guest. Um, I've known her for a number of years now. I feel like we've, I always meet her over in Europe and amazing destinations. And it's almost like uh, uh, Yoast and, and WebDev and, and others travel together at amazing word camps and events and hang out with fun friends. So uh, without further ado, we want to bring in uh, Marika from Yoast SEO. Welcome to the show, Marika. Well, thank you. Thank you. Really nice to be here and to see you again, because it's been a while. It has been a while. Um, I think the last time we saw each other, I want to say was probably in Paris. I think it was WordCamp Europe in Paris. This was three years, maybe. And that's That's three been years. a while. It's been a that's really been a long while. <laughs> has been a while. So it's, yeah. it's great to see you. Welcome to the show. For anyone that maybe isn't familiar, uh, which I'd be surprised, but if anyone's not familiar with you and and Yoast SEO, why don't you, we'd like to ask everyone, how do you do the woo? Give everyone a quick kind of update on uh, how you got to where you're at and, and what you're doing over there. Well, um, Yoast, I think Yoast is most famous for our WordPress plugin, which helps you to rank high in the search engines. Uh, so that's what we do in WordPress. And with WooCommerce, well, Yoast also runs a WooCommerce store. So we're customers of WooCommerce. And um, of course, we also have a special plugin for people who have a shop. So a WooCommerce plugin. That's also a part of our, um, well, of the plugins we offer. 
Um, so CEO of Yoast, I, um, I've been the CEO of Yoast for two years now. And um, I do a lot of growth making the company, trying to, to, to make it grow. And um, also a lot of company culture, which is really challenging, has been really challenging the last year because we're, we were pretty much an office-based company. And, well, we're remote now as well because we have to be. We can't work in the office anymore. So it's been challenging to um, run the company like this. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, there's um, there's a lot of different directions I think we could take this conversation because <laughs> I have a million questions about <laughs> a lot of the different things you just said. Uh, I think the kind of narrow it a little bit back into e-commerce, I think is probably a great place to start because that's the focus of our show around WooCommerce. Um, and I think one of the things I love about SEO and search engine optimization is um, really with just a little bit of knowledge, you can have a pretty large impact um, on your on your store or on your customers or client stores. Um, and sometimes just, and what I mean by that is maybe just even by activating your plugin, that alone can have a positive impact, even if you don't start kind of drilling down into the more granular <laughs> settings and controls, like literally just turning on, you know, Yoast SEO and the WooCommerce SEO plugin right there out of the gate is already going to improve the SEO. So it's, I look at it because I, I think a lot of people look at WooCommerce and look at WordPress and they immediately think, well, I probably have to get into code at some point. And that's not really appealing. But the world of SEO, there's so much to learn and so much that you can do that's, you know, outside of code. And it's really not focused on code, right? It's more around the content and, and keywords and things. And that's something I love to kind of preach to our clients and the people I work with is that SEO is probably the biggest bang for your buck in terms of um, actually improving your store conversions, traffic, all of that stuff. So um, it's kind of a long rambly way of what, what I, my question of what I want to get to is just around some of the unique challenges of SEO and specifically around commerce, e-commerce stores. Maybe we can kind of dig into that a little bit, what people should be thinking about the differences of SEO for an e-commerce store versus maybe just a traditional content site or a blog. Yeah, I think, I think you're really right about that. Um, only installing our plugin takes care of most of the technical stuff. And we build our plugin in such a way that we um, that everybody can use it. So our mission is SEO for everyone. So we try to do it the way that everyone can use it. So if you're just enabling it or, or installing our plugin, then um, we will take care of a lot of the schema, which is really important, I think, especially for shops, because you, you'll need that um, uh, on your site. And, um, um, well, yeah, you, you can do a few things, especially for uh, shops that, that'll make it easier to rank in the search engines, which is, I think, the best way to get people to your site. Because if you have a site, you want people to, to come to it. Otherwise, it's no use. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly, I, I'm surprised even on big sites, sometimes I hit them. And I, you know, I'm not a, I wouldn't consider myself like an expert level SEO. I know it. I know kind of the, the, I like to say, I know the basics, right? Like I understand title, I understand meta, I understand, you know, kind of the things that you want to have in place um, and the things that you can manipulate a little bit um, to your advantage, like, you know, the content in your title tags and meta tags and, and even the content and imagery and things that you're using throughout your, for your products um, and the content of your site. Uh, I think, you know, it's, it's interesting, like how you can, you might hit a store and I'll look at like what's in the title tag for some, you know, massively popular, huge, you know, hundred million dollar store. And, and, and by and large, a lot of times it's not great. You know? <laughs> like they don't, I, and I don't know if it's because they're not paying attention or folks on it. And I just, I'm like, wow, like a little bit of extra, like, 
you know, legwork here and, and focus on title tags or a little bit more of your content. And, and I'm talking even big stores aren't doing a great job of this. Oh. Could have a really big impact, right? Like a lot of people just load a product and like, you know, red flannel shirt. And then that's all they say about it. And I'm like, <laughs> it's awful. There's so much more you could talk about than just the fact it's a red flannel shirt, you know? Yeah. You can, and if you, if it's a big store and probably a big brand, they have like the advantage of being that big brand, which is a, a really big advantage in the search engines, but also in marketing. But if you're just starting out and having a, a, a shop, then SEO is, is probably the best way to get that store the attention that you, you wanted to have because you're not a brand yet. Right. And then you'll need that. And for those people starting out, you know, where, where do you recommend? Cause it is a wealth of knowledge out there as, I mean, you guys put out a lot of great content there's and and with anything there's, there's great content and then there's some not so great content and maybe even more so in SEO. Cause then you get into kind of that really shady black hat, yeah. you know, things you shouldn't really do side of the house. So I guess there is really bad content, I guess. For yeah. SEO. Where do people start? Like, where is the, you know, what do you trust when a lot of it's just based on it's not all exactly like this is the answer and this is why a lot of it's a little more like theory and studying algorithms and what seems to be working and not like, where should people start to learn this? Well, I think if you, well, you can, le- you can start to learn this in our academy. Yoast has this great academy with all these courses, which teach you everything. But I think the basic line is if it feels like a trick, then it probably is a trick and it won't it won't work in the long run. So yeah. SEO is, uh, sometimes we call it seriously effortful optimization. It's a lot of work. And it's, it's um, so I think it always, you should always start by, by thinking about what do I want to sell? Why do people would want to buy this? What is, what, what, what problem does it solve? And, and, and just think about what, what you're, product's niche is and if you find that then it's not a big step to finding out which people are searching for you and what words they are using and that's a really important step so that's always the first step I would take if you have a new shop or just beginning and even if you're already a shop owner and have been around for for a long while then thinking about what is it what I actually do and why are people coming to my website are really important questions to ask yourself would would that be the same um, answer and kind of in the same line, you know, if you're out there building sites for clients and they're, you know, smaller shops and they're saying, why even bother with all this SEO? You know, I can't compete against the big shops. No. Is that kind of fall into that same mentality that you've got to find that niche? You got to, you know. Yeah. You, you, you didn't start that shop for nothing. You had an idea behind that. So so you probably are doing something differently from those big shops. And that's what makes you set you apart. And that's also where your clientele will come from. And if you start ranking on these, we call them long tail keywords. So there are less people search for them. They're much more specific, but they can get you like a little traffic. And then if you start ranking for those, you can like shovel up a bit and make and try to compete with a little more competitive terms. And then you'll have your brand and Google will see your website more often. And then you can like climb up and be a really big brand too. But you, you, yeah, you, if you have a new site, you should, yeah, you always have to start at the bottom. It's just, yeah, the way it is. And you got to find your, your niche, right? Like, I mean, really in any industry, like I I always, I, I think back to my company and, 
you know, when we really got laser focused on WordPress development specifically, it helped us like really, you know, focus in our marketing message, focus in everything we talked about just made more sense because we could be laser focused on that niche. And, you know, 10 years ago, it was less saturated. So it was easier for us to kind of rise to the top and start getting bigger clients and and things of that nature, where now obviously WordPress is much more popular, so it might not be as easy <laughs> just to say we're no. going to be a WordPress shop. But ten years ago, everything was easier, I think. So, <laughs> so yeah, but all the markets are are being more saturated. I think yeah. that's so it's hard for a new brand to 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 start. That is hard. Yeah. One of the things, and this piggybacks on what we were just talking about, and it's a, the current situation is the small shops that are brick and mortar that are jumping online now how much of their focus should be continued on local SEO versus, you know, thinking, oh, now I'm online. I mean, they may get this idea that the world's at my fingertips and I can get everybody in there. But I'm thinking with your clients, if they build up that local, and of course you should use your existing customers, but if you're brick and mortar, you should focus a little bit more on local SEO versus thinking the world's at your fingertips. Yeah, I think local SEO for all these yeah, these these businesses that are going online, we have those in the Netherlands as well. Local is really important, and people are searching for uh, stores nearby. Even for me, if I buy something, I usually buy something from a Dutch company because it's well, it's really hard to buy now from the United States because it takes like ages to get here. <laughs> <laughs> so I think local is really important during uh, during a time when it's hard to get. Get get postal things around the world, and and uh, we have specific. We have also a local SEO plugin which helps you rank locally because that's a different kind of game you're playing there. And um, but for a lot of entrepreneurs, that will be the way to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm always surprised how many like. I mean, I guess in a sense it makes sense, but like how many local businesses uh, up until honestly the pandemic like didn't really have an online presence or certainly didn't focus on it. It was maybe there and half working, but wasn't really a, uh, you know, at the forefront of what they were doing. And now with, with obviously the world has changed and now online is like, is the forefront or it kind of has to be for many of these businesses to continue surviving many restaurants and local places by me that didn't deliver. Now they all deliver (laughs) because they had to evolve with, you know, the situation that we're all in. Um, so yeah, the local aspect I think is, is huge. I think there's a lot of opportunities there for people to be involved with helping those companies get online or improve their, improve what they have online. Cause like you said, the local stuff, like uh, there's so many people don't realize you can just, you can validate your business with Google. They, they mail you a little card. I think they still do that, right? You validate it online and then you can modify a lot of the results on Google, like your time, the times you're open and if you're closed or, you know, all that stuff. So um, just having a little bit of knowledge around that can really set you apart. From the others. Yeah. From the other stores. And I think that that will get even more important because, because of this pandemic, people will be more used that every store will have a website, even if we're all open. So our shops are all closed now in the Netherlands. So now the only way to get your stuff is, via the internet even my parents now order online so it's going to be yeah well it it has been a shift i think in in the way that people use the internet or websites so that's that that probably remain yeah it's kind of accelerated what i think is many of us think was the inevitable anyways of the importance of online it's really just kind of accelerated that probably you know a, a decade or two and maybe a generation or so where you know like our parents didn't necessarily 
expect to to have to do that and now they're kind of forced to in a sense um so which it, which from a technology standpoint i think is 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 great um it's just unfortunate how it obviously yeah. happened <laughs> you know on, obviously you know for obvious reasons um but you know here we are so um we're all trying to make the most of it i think um yeah i mean anyone obviously if if you do any kind of seo <laughs> anything around WordPress, you know, Yoast is at the top of all of those conversations. Um, you guys not only have an amazing, amazing products, but you give back a lot to WordPress in very public ways, um, which I think is great because I think it also, it helps validate, Hey, there's, here's a very successful company that we all know doing it. So maybe, you know, we should contribute back more. Like I think it helps validate that for other companies and it just shows you as really, um, a part of the community more so than just, you know, one of the top, if not the biggest plugin company out there that you actually are passionate about open source and contributing. I mean, you have, is it two, three, four full-time? Well, we have more. We have an entire team at the moment. Yeah. A whole team dedicated just to contributing to WordPress, right? Like full-time. I think five. Yes, they are. And I think, and, 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 and of course it's, it's our belief that you have to give back, but we were, it's also very necessary because we have to know what's coming up mm-hmm. and we also have we have an, an own, our own agenda and it it doesn't mean that that our ideas are the ones that are going to be built i wish it was that way but it isn't <laughs> but but still we do know what's going up because our plugin is so heavily integrated especially with the editor that you need to know what's what's the next step going to be in order to stay integrated and stay on top of that. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of wins by doing that. And what you just said, you know, is, is, is clearly a, a great thing for, for your company. It's also a great thing by giving back. Yeah. Um, and it's what, another reason why, like, you know, at, at web dev we do, you know, we like to contribute five for the future. And again, another kind of public way of us saying, this is us, you know, we give back in a lot of ways, behind the scenes and formally on word camps and stuff like that. But like, this is our official public way of doing it. Um, and our team really, you know, really gets behind it and is really excited. And again, there's like win, win, win for us too, because they get a, you know, work on things that are more passion project. They get to dive into WordPress core or plugins or whatever that bring that knowledge back to us as a company and our clients. So I, I, I look at companies like Yosa's and I talk about you guys a lot um, in very good ways. <laughs> I oh, that's great. <laughs> but I, it's, it's a, you're a good example of a company out there doing really good things in a public way in, in this WordPress community. So I definitely want to thank you because it's, it may, I think it makes it easier for other companies um, to justify it and maybe for people to sell it to their executives or their higher up in a way. So um, we're all benefiting from the work you do, whether we're paying for your products or not. So. You know, well, from thank the community, you. Thank you for doing yeah, that because it's really you. not something you have to. Yeah, and I can't remember a time that my site didn't have Theos plugin plugin <laughs> on it. It seems like it's always it's always been there. It just yeah, back, well back when it was called WordPress yeah. SEO. That's when <laughs> What's called <laughs> yeah. differently? Yeah, yeah, probably. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And in the beginning, it it wasn't one plugin; it were multiple plugins, and then Yoast built one plugin out of it. And I think that's like. Eight years ago or something? I don't know. Yeah, that probably sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, it's been around a long time. Yeah. Thanks to our sponsor, PayPal. PayPal has launched a new pay later option called Pay and Forward. This means that your clients can offer their customers the option to purchase over time in four interest-free payments. 
This feature is one of two options from PayPal for pay later, with the other being PayPal Credit, which gives store customers more purchasing power through flexible and transparent choices in how and when they pay. The second option is subject to consumer credit approval. So offering these payment options is good business. Did you know that 64% of consumers surveyed say they're more likely to make a purchase at a retailer that offers interest-free payment options? And 56% of consumers that responded agree that they prefer to pay a purchase back in installments rather than use a credit card. Well, this seems like a no-brainer to me. Clients can grow their sales and get paid up front with no additional risk or cost. All you need to do is download the PayPal checkout extension on the Marketplace at WooCommerce.com. Just head on over, click Marketplace, and search for the PayPal checkout. Suggesting that to your clients will certainly open up sales opportunities for them. Thanks to PayPal for being a community sponsor for Do The Woo. And now let's head back on over to the conversation. Speaking of the plugins, and I'm just going to pick your brain a little bit because a lot of the people that listen to this show are plugin builders. And of course they all dream of having a plugin as successful as Yoast, but you Mm -hmm. know, not everybody can do that, but there's a lot, a lot of success at different levels out there. What is your, you know, anybody that you meet that just is thinking of not an SEO plugin, just doing, especially around WooCommerce, a plugin for WooCommerce. Oh, I want to get into the space. What is your first words of advice just around what they should be thinking? Well, it's very smart to build a plugin surrounding WooCommerce because um, it's WooCommerce is a shop and the people who have a shop probably are the first ones to have money to buy something. So even in our clientele, we see a lot of WooCommerce users because if you have a shop and you earn your money with your shop, that it makes sense to like invest in your site because, and, and we have a lot of users who, who just have a blog for fun. And I totally get that if it's not your day job, you're not going to get a premium po- plugin for it. So if you want to make money with your products or with your plugin, then I think something surrounding uh, sites that actually make money is a really good way to go business-wise. It's hard. I would think of something simple <laughs> to start with because WordPress is so very hard and there is, there isn't one site out there that's like similar. Well, similar there is, but exactly the same as the other one. So everyone will have a different configuration of plugins and, um, it has to work with all of them. And that makes it for, for, yeah, well, a very challenging. It's like the best and worst thing about WordPress. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's, it is the best thing because it's, you have so much freedom and you can Mm -hmm. choose, but as a plugin developer, (laughs) and and with, yeah, well, we have 11 million users. So we're, our testing process has become like this enormous thing. in which a lot of people are just testing whether nothing breaks in all kinds of combinations with plugins. So that makes it hard. So I would come up with something that doesn't integrate too heavily with the editor and (laughs) that makes it simple. And I think we always scratch our own itch. So make it something that you're going to use because if you are your own user, then you probably come up with the best idea. And that's what WordPress is all about, I think. If users 
like run into something, want to solve it, and then yeah, well they they extend the 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 WordPress ecosystem. Yeah, and and Brad will agree with this. It's what we've heard from a lot of plugin builders. They were scratching their own itch or something for a client, and that's how a lot of them grew out of it. Yeah, a lot of great ideas are born from yeah, uh, a client need or yeah, doing something for themselves. You're right because that that right there is going to have some point of passion around that too. So yeah, which is always gonna is always gonna help drive it, especially when you run into from frustrations. I mean, I. Yeah, I can't imagine like shipping uh, an update. That's it's nerve wracking. Uh, our most popular plugin, Custom Post Type UI, isn't even a. It's it's about eight hundred thousand active installs, um, but you know that's certainly less impactful. Um, if there were a problem, than something like you know screwing up someone's SEO on their. No, and and and, and the stakes are high because I do. Un- yeah, so if well, if something breaks on your site, that's too bad. But if you lose your rankings, yeah, if it breaks something and Google picks it up, and then it's like it takes months to fix or even longer, yeah, yeah that's terrifying. Yeah, so we have a large responsibility, which yeah. I think we're doing great. But still, and last year we had a we had a release, and and nothing of the SEO broke, but like in one percent of the sites, we did have like problems. One percent of the sites are like hundreds of thousands of people, mm-hmm. which is like. Well, that's was that was a terrible week for our support people. Yeah, you got to think in that that perception of how many plugins you have out there, and when people hear, "Oh, this plugin's having a problem," this plugin's having a problem, compared to the person that has you know one thousand installs and they got one percent problem, yeah. compared to Yoast having one percent problems, it's amplified a bit, both you know everywhere in the world kind of thing, <laughs> and it, it just looks more major than it really is in the sense you know even though it's important for that one percent it's like you look at it and you think god this must be like half the people that have this plugin are having this situation the way people are talking about it and you realize it's that small percentage it is a small percentage but still it is a lot of people so it we is. have that responsibility to take care of them it's only that like last year we did a large rewrite of our code base which is necessary at one point because our it, it got too bloated so we we needed to make sure that it was well it, it it has to survive for another 10 years so we have to rewrite something and we already knew that this is going to be this is going to affect stuff and we reached out to all these um hosts to make a test and we we got to like 98 99 percent in which it it went smoothly but still that one percent is well it's bad yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, hopefully the good outweighs the, the some of the challenges, but um, I'm sure it does. It should. It does. Yeah. It really does. Well, it does, and you have the the large impact is also really, really cool to have. Right. But it it's also a, a large responsibility, I think, to to carry because you want to do, you want to make sure that people will remain uh, having their rankings in Google, which is really important because it's for for a lot of people, it's their livelihood. Yeah, it's got to be a pretty cool feeling. I know like when I'm researching a site or a company or something, I'm looking to see if it's WordPress. I have some tools I run. I go into the source code. You know, you can usually quickly identify it fairly well. Um, and probably 99.9% of the time, 
there's always that, you know, powered by Yoast SEO yes. tag right there in the header <laughs> every time. It's cool if the White House has your plugin. That's a cool thing. <laughs> I know, that's got to be a cool feeling when you see like, you know, brands and people, celebrities maybe, or yeah. governments like, and you see like they're running our code. Like, yeah. this is pretty cool. That's you know? cool. Our son, actually, my son is 14 and he, he does a bit of support in the weekends and he's not, he knows now how to do the code. And he said, the White House is running our plugin. <laughs> so that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So we got to search Biden and see where it comes up, you know? No, I just, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Is there anything coming up in SEO that, especially around e-commerce that has you particularly interested or you're seeing there's a trend going towards that, that it will really affect what you're doing with your plugin? I think schema will continue to be really important. So we're, we're um, going to release some of new schema blocks, which make it easy to add schema uh, to your site. So I think that one will remain important and will keep continue to be important. And what we see is that Google is getting more and more able to understand texts. And I think that will continue as well. So they'll get even better in understanding um, texts and content and how it's all related to each other, which is like Google is on the one hand really, really smart about texts, but then you need to tell them this is a heading because they don't understand that. So they're not that good in understanding structure, which is like, yeah, that, and I, I, I hope they'll get better, but I think computers and aren't that smart in understanding the relative importance of stuff. You need to tell them that. So I think that will remain the thing. So, so some things you need to tell the search engines and some things they'll get smarter and smarter. And then these tricks that we used to do um, aren't working anymore. But I don't know. I think, don't think like a major update is coming up. I haven't heard of it, but you never know. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, really. It'll happen the day after we record and it'll have happened before the show in two days. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never, you never know because Google runs all these tests and then all of a sudden they run out a new update. Mm -hmm. Could be because so, so much has changed in internet usage. It wouldn't surprise me if they come up with something at one point. Hmm. Really? All righty. Well, Brad, do you have anything else before we close out the show? Uh, I guess maybe one last quick question is to wrap it up. I know you talked about, um, you know, obviously, you know, you run the company and you've, and the plug has been around for a number of years. I think the the one thing you, you know, that you and I have in common is we work with our spouses and we're in this kind of unique club. It might, it might be a little bit of the, the crazy club as people have told me, but I'm wondering what is it about us? you know, that, that me and you, like we can work full time with our spouses and then obviously spend the rest of our time with our spouses. So basically we're together like 24 <laughs> seven. How, how does that work? <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. Well, I, I can't say how it works for you, but for me, I, I like it. And actually because of um, our situation with the children, Joost and I now take turns to work in an empty office or either at house. And now I miss him because we are actually apart every day. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> which is crazy because I see him every evening. I think this is what it's like for other people <laughs> who right. can't see their spouse. Um, Joost and I fight a lot and uh, we um, tell each other everything right away, which I think is our secret that we never 
well, if something is bothering one of us, the other one knows it, and we'll we'll speak our minds entirely. And he, he's the I think the one person that I feel entirely safe with, which makes it really easy to come up with new ideas because I because I'm never insecure with him that he might think my idea is stupid, <laughs> and that gives like this great. Well, connection or something. Yeah, I, I think it's a secret weapon, like you're saying. You know, a lot of people ask me if I'm crazy, but you know, I think it's actually a secret weapon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can, you can do it. Well, Judy and I've been doing it for about, oh, I'd say, oh man, 25 years or more. Wow. And people say, "How do you do it?" And I said, "If I could put it down in a book, I'd probably make a bestseller." But you know, it's just kind of, um, yeah, it's just you know, laugh a lot and be upfront with it and get the in those. Those um, arguments come up, get them out of the way and get them over with. So, yeah. 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 Get them out of the way. And, um, but, but we're always honest with each other, which I think brings out the best in each other and, and brings out the best ideas because, well, I'm never afraid to hurt him and he's never afraid to hurt me because yeah, we know right. it in the end, you'll make, you'll make amends and it's always okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Right. Very cool. All righty. Well, uh, yeah, we could talk about SEO forever, but um, we'll talk on, about SEO in part two sometime. So we'll just keep on the conversation. Uh, before I go, let me just thank PayPal again, paying for and WooCommerce.com. Uh, yeah, and, and if you're, Brad was mentioning the development community, I just did a recap of their community chat on the blog over or on our news site so check that out do the woo.io where can people connect with you marika well i'm on twitter so you can find me on marika rakt which is my last name but without the vonde between it it's weird dutch thing and of course on yoast.com because i'll blog there and i also have my personal blog but i always forget to blog there so you can find me there but not much to read and that's uh, marika.blog all right, cool. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. This has been really, really great. That's great. Thanks so much. Okay, thank you for being here. It was a really nice talking to you. Yeah, we will do it again. Yes, we will. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and keep on doing the boom. Boom.